0: La wa la illa ala wa alihi Alhamdulillah Once again we are able to start our weekly talk and this time again I am in the city of Qom the holy city of Qom and inshaAllah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses this session that we are going to have together and inshallah whatever we say and hear would be beneficial for all of us inshaAllah in the last session we talked about different good and bad attributes of human beings qualities which are mentioned in the Quran and today we want to make the conclusion we want to see what is the overall balance here what we can say is that the overall balance of the status of human beings in the Quran is very positive. And God, as we said, has honored mankind and has made them able to precede any other of creation of God. In the perfection in knowledge in closeness to him and then regarding those negative qualities we can say that none of them is in contradiction with this high status of man there is nothing in the nature of man which is stopping him to become good or to get closer to God the negative qualities are one of the three and this is a very beautiful point mentioned by our ulama in particular by the late Muhammad Ali muhammad may Allah send his Rahman to his soul sometimes a quality is attributed to man which is because of the creation of man for example when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says man is created in a weak situation in a weak position man is weak by creation this is something that is fixed whatever we do we are weak our power is limited our abilities are restricted our knowledge is limited but is this a failure is this a sign of man being wicked no (coughs) man is not wicked or bad this is something that is natural for us and despite that we can be close to God we can become good, we can become even the vicegerent of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is good to know that we are weak so that we don't become proud of ourselves we don't think that we are free from need you know as you remember we said unfortunately there is such a tendency among people that as soon as they think that they are not poor or they are not ill, they think that they have respect, they have honor, they have position, they have money, they have reputation, then they think they are free from need. <inaudible> but this is not what we are supposed to be so Allah reminds us that we are created and as a creation we are weak but this doesn't stop us from being a good human being so this is one category the second category is about those qualities that are not fixed by our nature but there is a tendency, there is a disposition in us. In the sense that, if we don't do something to stop, this quality would appear. To make it clearer, we need to borrow a philosophical concept here. In philosophy, they say that for every effect ma'lul you need certain things. And altogether the things that you require is called al al-tam, Complete cause. For example, if you want heat, you need fire you need something to be burnt you need certain distance you need oxygen and when you have all these things together then the cause is completed and then you have the effect whenever the cause is completed the effect must certainly be there if you see that cause is there but not the effect you realize that there has been something missing there has been either no for example fire or there is fire but no oxygen or there is fire and oxygen but the other thing is put in a shelter something anti-fire in any case it's impossible to have complete cause and not to have the effect okay but if you have just fire we can say that there is a great possibility of having heat of being burnt, for example but not necessarily now let's go back to our own issue sometimes we by nature have such a tendency towards something like a fire that wants to burn but it's possible to control it's possible to resist if i don't do anything then yes that would become in effect and that would you know lead to some Effect. so for example we say man is greedy what does it mean does it mean that man is greedy by nature like man is weak so there is nothing to do with that this is fixed and distinct no when you say man is greedy is different it is second category it means that there is something inside us that leads to greediness unless you stop it unless you control it in other words our nature is incomplete cause not complete cause is incomplete cause for greediness Or we say for example man is unthankful man is not grateful to his lord does it mean that by nature we have to be thankful un- uh, sorry we have to be unthankful there is no way to be thankful no human being has ever been no human beings have ever been thankful no, it doesn't mean that this means that if we are not careful if we don't watch ourselves if we let things you know, just happen without self-control self-discipline we become unthankful because there is such a tendency in us so, you realize difference between the first category and the second the first category is something which is fixed and implied necessarily by our nature like being weak the second category is something which is implied but not in a necessary way it's just something that we tend to have provided there is no control there is no obstacle there's no resistance and the third category is about those things that we don't even have such tendency towards them we just do them like being not honest many human beings are not honest but this is not because honesty is fixed the first category or because we tend to be dishonest the second category no, none of them. To be honest or not honest is up to us. Even we can say that we have tendency towards honesty. So if someone is not honest cannot blame human nature, even we cannot say, there is a tendency in human beings for being not honest so all the bad qualities that are mentioned in the Quran and Hadith or by experience we realize in human beings fall under one of these categories either they are fixed like being weak And these things which are fixed are not problem. We can learn how to work with them. We can learn how to be, for example, weak and at the same time be a good person. Indeed, human beings should always remember that they are weak and they are needy. The second category, those things that we have tendency towards them, but we can stop them. Again, this doesn't make any problem for us. We can manage to stop them. We can exercise our free will and decide to be a person who is not greedy, who is not, uh, for example, hasting, who is not, uh, for example, selfish. The other thing is those qualities that we ourselves decide to have. Okay, here we have to be careful not to develop bad qualities. So, we don't have such a concept in Islam that man by nature is wicked, is bad, is to be hopeless, is to be dispersed is to be uh, a prey for a bliss for satan and so on and so forth indeed man is created in a nice and pure way every child which is born is born in a nice in a pious way كل مولود يولد على every child is born with a divine given nature every person has potentiality of becoming very very good very very pious very very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if unfortunately I fail to be and to remain a good person this is my own failure I should not blame other people even in a very difficult situation for example if you live in a bad environment or if someone is brought up in a bad family or if someone has I don't know pressure on him the society that for example government you know they try to stop him from being a good person if there is media anything you can imagine they can never stop a person from being a good person we said this in one of our early sessions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us control over our destiny, over our happiness. I am the one who says the final word. If I want to be good, no one can stop me. What can they do with me? They can punish me, they can torture me, they can imprison me, they can even kill me like what happened to the companions of the prophet muhammad what happened to the prophet other prophets and their companions they all suffered but this didn't stop them from being faithful indeed this increased their faithfulness and on the other hand if everyone is encouraging me praising me good family good school good environment Even if I do something good, they give me a prize. They always, you know, say, MashaAllah, what a good person you are. Please tell us what can I do for you. Then, I don't want to be a good. In such a nice environment, I can be a very bad person. Like the son of Nuh. So, it's up to us to decide whether to be a good person or bad the next issue which we have is these two important verses of the Quran which we have on page 92 and 93 if you look at page ninety-three, 92 you are all familiar with these verses because they are from the well-known Surah Al Asr أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتباصوا بالحق وتباصوا بالصبر Truly man is in loss We are constantly losing We are losing our time and life Our energy Our mental capacity everything is in loss the only way we can be saved from this is if we have faith and do righteous deeds you know like a shopkeeper a shopkeeper is in loss why because he has to pay rent he has to pay electricity he has to pay for gas telephone tax everything so if he doesn't gain something more, so he will soon become bankrupt. Many did last, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ أَمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصالحات Except the people who have faith and do righteous deeds and enjoy each other to be observing the truth and to observe the patience. There is no middle way. You cannot say, I want to be in middle. No, either you lose or not. Either you win or you lose. The other verse, actually there are several verses, but it's uh, from Surah 10, chapter 95, verses 4 to 6. We have created man in the best form, in the best make. So as far as our creation is concerned, there is no problem. From now then we have sent man. We have rendered him the lowest of the low, except the people who have faith and do righteous deeds. So you see, either we go down to the lowest of the low, even lower than animals, or we go upwards. So there is no middle way. You cannot say, I don't want to be good and I don't want to be bad. No, either you are good or you are bad. Either you are losing or you are winning. Either you are moving towards light or you are moving towards darkness. Okay, so it's quite possible for us to decide which direction to take. Direction towards goodness, beauty, mercy, love, light, wisdom, guidance, prosperity, happiness, tranquility and so on and so forth. Or direction towards uh, forgetfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, greediness, selfishness, wickedness, having no tranquility, always being disturbed, disappointed fighting with everyone being aggressive being arrogant being impatient being proud of ourselves these are two different directions which one to choose is up to us we have to choose of course the first one and we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always for guidance and support (laughs) this is the right path that we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us towards it and to keep it for us and keep us on that inshallah okay now we can start the next chapter and that is about a very important concept that we touched upon it when we are talking about good qualities of man but now it is the time to expand and that is the concept of Khalifatullah. Man can become the representative or the vicegerent of God the Almighty on the earth. This is very important. You know that in Arabic the term Khalifa means successor. Something which comes after another thing is called it's Khalifa. For example, in chapter 19, number 59. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, there came after them an evil generation. So, when a generation succeeds another generation, it is called khalafah, coming from the same root. Means succeeded, means came afterwards. Allah says that a generation came that unfortunately they wasted the prayer. Allah doesn't say they didn't say the prayer. they They wasted. Sometimes we say our prayer, but unfortunately not with respect. We don't honor Salat. We waste We humiliate salah so Allah said this generation wasted the prayer and followed lust. so they shall encounter errors errors after errors so my point was to look at the concept of successorship khalafah for this reason, when the Prophet Muhammad passed away, the people who succeeded him in ruling the Islamic community, they were called Khalifa. Means successor. Those who came after the Prophet, they are called Khalifa. But what, what about the concept of Khalifatullah? When we say... For example, Adam was khalifatullah and Allah told the angels that he want to appoint a khalif on the earth, The vice What does it mean? For sure it cannot be successor. Because we cannot say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left or na'udhu Allah passed away, died, and then human beings are going to succeed him. Here there is no concept of successorship here is a son- concept of like deputyship to be representative sometimes you leave and then you ask someone to be your deputy sometimes you are there but you delegate part of your authority to someone to be like your deputy so in the case of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no concept of Allah leaving us or dying or retiring he is there but we have to be so qualified and actually we have been given this ability but we need to actualize this so that we can occupy this high position of acting as Allah's deputy, Allah's representative Allah's vicegerent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran talks about certain people being given this position one is the prophet Dawood David if you look at page 96 of the book self-knowledge in the middle of the page you have this verse verse 26 of chapter 38 ya Dawood (laughs) اَنَّا جَعَلْنَاكَ خَلِيفَةً فِي الْأَرْضِ فَحْكُمْ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ بِالْحَقِّ وَلَا تَتَّبْعُ الْحَوَى O David surely we have made you our wise children or a wise children on the earth so (laughs) فَحْكُمْ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ بِالْحَقِّ judge between people with justice truthfully this is very important even a prophet is in need of being asked and warned about this issue وَلَا and do not follow your whims, your lower desires فَيُذُلَّكَ عَنْ سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ if you do so they will take you far from Allah's path those who deviate from Allah's path those who are misguided they who have gone astray there would be Strong and severe punishment for them because of forgetting the day of reckoning. So Allah very clearly is saying that He told David that He has appointed him as vicegerent on the earth. So we realize that this is something that has actually. Uh, be given to certain people. And from this also we understand that it's not that every human being is automatically Khalifatullah. It's not that every human being, even good people, have this quality. Dawood, after long uh, process of purification and upgrading himself, managed to reach this position the other case that we have very clearly and we want to discuss about it more therefore I decided to bring it in the second uh, position is the prophet Adam, our father Adam salam. you know when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to create Adam, told the angels that I'm going to Appoint Khalifa, a vicegerent on the earth. وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي جَاعَلُ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةً (verse 30 of Surah Bakara). Okay, Allah said, "I'm going to make him vicegerent on the earth." At this point the angels had a question. They didn't object. They never object to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They had a question. Because they knew that this is very high position. If Allah had just told them, I am going to create man, they wouldn't have said this. But because they knew that this is a very important position to be a deputy of Allah, to be wise children of Allah, they had this question in mind. How is it possible that instead of angels who always remember Allah and glorify Him, a human being is going to occupy this position? Why? Human beings are sometimes doing mischief, they shed blood, they corrupt. So, they said, قَالُوا أَتَجْعَلُ فِيهَا مَنْ يُفْسَدُ فِيهَا وَيَسْفَكُ الدَّمَاءُ Oh Allah, are you going to appoint someone on the earth that who is going to do mischief and shed blood وَنَحْنُ نُصَبِّحُ بِحَمْدَكَ وَنُقَدَّسُ لَكَ We glorify you with praise and we always uh, honor you and celebrate your praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't tell them stop or you know shut up no Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tried to convince them I know better than you I know something that you don't know I know what you don't know so it means that Allah didn't say what you think is completely wrong. But Allah says you have only part of the truth. The whole picture is not known to you. It is true that man has this problem. Man may be very bad. Man may become corrupt or do mischief or shed blood. But why you are only thinking there? empty side of the glass if there is a glass which is half water you shouldn't only be concerned with the empty half you should also be concerned with the other side of it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to prove to them that man is qualified for this position told told Adam all the names and you remember we talked about it before and then asked the angels to inform and they said we don't know and then they realized that man has such a position that he can have knowledge of every creation of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la, and the angels cannot in any case what is important for us is that right from the beginning Allah made it clear that the reason he is creating man is because he wants to have his wife on the earth this is one point the second point is that the angels also realized that this is a very important position but they were surprised why human beings instead of angels are given this position because they knew that some of the human beings would do bad things the third point is that angels realized that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he says I'm going to appoint a vicegerent on the earth, he's not only talking about creating Adam and making Adam as his only caliph or vicegerent. Otherwise they had no problem with Adam because they knew Adam is not going to do mischief or you know shed blood. And we know that Adam didn't do that. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told was understood by the angels of course in the right way they were correct that it is a news about something continuous Allah created Adam and from his progeny the the lineage of human beings continued human generation by generation came and among them, Allah is going to have wise interest. so, not only Adam was the vice this is wrong if someone says it was only Adam and it is also wrong to think that every human being is vice this is also wrong the right position is middle to become vice of Allah was not exclusive to Adam it can be given to other people but not everyone it needs certain qualifications it needs high standards of piety and wisdom and uh, closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Adam had this quality, David had this quality, great prophets like Abraham, Jesus, Moses, Muhammad, Noah they had these qualities, we have in our uh, hadith that the infallible imam has these qualities as for example we say in ziyarat assalamu alaykum ya khulafa allah peace be with you all those vicerents of allah on the earth and this can be also the case with uh, many saints many prophets but not every person, even not every prophet. Because prophets also had different ranks. For example, Prophet Dawood after some time was given this position. Prophet Ibrahim after passing all the tests was appointed as Imam, which means to be the wise of God on the earth. The person had this position has two main powers one is that he would be able to have some position in the universe which enables him to do certain things we call this Al-Welayah <laughs> at guardianship with respect to the generation to the Uh, creation some people translate it as generative guardianship it means that this person is given power by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to act his channel of mercy so through him God sends his mercy down and therefore everything in the natural world is under him he has control over them for example he can of course, with the blessing of Allah, everything that he has is from Allah. But he has ability, for example, to help people, heal them, like what Jesus said, to bring miracles, to send the rain, and so on and so forth. So this is one part of his power. The other part is what we call al-welaya at-tashri'iyya, legislative guardianship. It means that he is able to act as a guide, as a ruler, as a judge, as a lawmaker by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we know that Islam to lead and rule to judge to make law all depend on Allah's approval no one has authority to rule If people themselves want and they are willing, that's different. But no one can claim this position and force himself to the people. Authority must come from Allah subhanahu wa taala. The same is about judge. The same is about making law. So the person who is vicegerent of Allah subhanahu wa taala, he has authority from Allah to do these things. So this perhaps is the highest position that we can think about it in this world of course the uh, spiritual positions uh, and the position in the heaven for example are uh, different but they are connected but at the moment we are talking about this position on the earth Khalifatullah the highest position that man can achieve is that he can represent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the earth. He can act as the voice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as the agent of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the earth. And this is an unbelievable position. People like us, with all the problems that we have, with all the weakness that we have, with all the limits that we have, if we decide to listen to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we decide to be good to be pious we have this chance of becoming representative of allah on the earth you know we can never unfortunately really understand what does it mean you know if someone is told that you are representative of for example a very high personality of a marja, you know how honorable is this Or if you said you are representative of, for example, your country in the United Nations. It's a very honorable position. If you are representative of, for example, an infallible imam. You know, this position is so high that if someone is appointed by an imam to be his representative in a town. What about being representative of Allah on the whole earth? And I think it's not that much important what you are able to do. The fact that you are chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah is pleased with you and says, I delegate part of my authority to you is so high that that by itself is the greatest achievement. Al-Fawzul Adeem. So if we don't use our opportunities, and we waste our life, our energy, our time then we should only blame ourselves we should not blame the environment, we should not blame anyone we should blame only ourselves because Allah has made this available to all of us this is not only for Adam, this is not only for David so we have to reach this position and Inshallah Abbas Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala enable us to either have this quality or be at full service of the one who has this quality maybe at each age there can be only one person who has this quality but it doesn't mean that other people would not be uh, close to this position for example it can be claimed that in the time of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the one who actually performed this position was the lady, uh, sorry, the Prophet Muhammad so the Lady Fatima, Imam Ali, Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein they didn't actually exercise this but they were at full service of the Caliph of Allah on the earth, that is important in the time of Imam Ali then Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Lady Fatima they didn't exercise this position because there can be only one uh, person with the full authority at each time, but they had this capability. Again, when Imam Hassan was Imam, Imam Hussein didn't have actually this position, but he had this quality. So, what is important for our age, which is the age of the 12th Imam, is to be at his service, full service of the Imam, to do whatever Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has asked us. And this is great achievement for us. Because we are not after position. As I said, position is not important in Islam. And a person who is working for gaining position, it's not good. We want only pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we want to achieve the maximum that we can achieve. And in our age, the maximum we can achieve is to be fully obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fully at the service of his uh, caliph and vicegerent on the earth which is the 12th imam so i stop here and inshallah we answer to the questions the first question is from last week and it's about the situation of a lady who is in his um, in her monthly cycle uh, whether they are far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not you know some people think that ladies in that situation are far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the Quran doesn't say this the Quran says that this is inconvenience (laughs) this is a type of inconvenience for ladies for which we have to be more uh, caring for them so in a family when for example a wife has this uh, situation so husband must be caring more for his wife and certain uh, obligations like prayer fasting are in this period of inconvenience are removed so she is not obliged to pray or to fast but it is recommended that willingly and voluntarily she continues remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even in the time of uh, prayer she sits on her prayer mat and you know remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and invocates Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so there is nothing you know in the sense that that person becomes bad or you know is affected by shaitan or this no it's a physical situation which has also some effect on the soul and on the uh, you know feelings and emotions and uh, everyone should understand this and have uh, more care for the lady in that situation in the holy quran the second question in the holy quran it's mentioned that man has been created weak why did he create us weak uh, yeah we have to be weak you know how can we be created and not be weak a creation by definition is weak because we are limited the only time we could be not weak if it was if we were self dependent self sufficient self subsistent we are weak and this is also part of this physical world in this physical world everything is subject to change to alteration to transformation we are affected by other things there are viruses there are germs that make us you know for example ill there are people who can hit us for example mm, iron and metal is stronger than me so for example if I have accident with a car i would be you know uh, damaged so this is quite normal What is important is what you can do in this situation. A wise person is the one who has realistic understanding of the condition. You have to understand your limits. You have to understand your problems. And at the same time, you have to understand opportunities that you have. And make most out of what you have. This is important. The third question. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, that la يُكَلَّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا How does this relate to our topic of self-knowledge? I think. Yeah, this is very important Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never expects from us heroic measures or miraculous, you know, things to be done Allah doesn't want me to do miracles Allah doesn't want me to do something which is beyond my ability and would not compare me with uh, for example other people you know sometimes we compare you know for example if we have a child who is brilliant you know in his uh, study then we say to the other child look at your brother or you look at your sister why you are not performing like him and sometimes this is not right because they are not in the same situation they are brothers, or they are brother and sister, but doesn't mean that they are in the same situation maybe this one has not a good teacher, maybe this one doesn't have you know good classmates, maybe he was ill, he couldn't have good performance Uh, maybe his memory or his intelligence is not as strong as his brother or sister so we cannot you know just generalize our expectation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not like us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very wise, very just He knows everything and he expects from me to do the best according to what I have been given he would say I don't want you to be like for example holy people or saints or you know prophets and Imams I want you to do the best in the conditions that you are in and if you do your best In what you have been put in then I treat you as the one who has been put in another situation and has done his best and maybe now you look very different but in my view you would be the same you know maybe now for example I have achieved 50% another person has achieved 70% but It doesn't mean that I am lower in rank my 50 percent can make me as close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the one who has 70 percent even maybe I am more you know this is very important for example sometimes you start with two students at the beginning you give them a test one gets for example 70 another gets 50 out of 100 you work with them the one who was 70 becomes 75 the one who was 50 becomes 65 okay 65 is uh, still less than 70 which was the initial situation of the other one but you say this student has worked very hard because from 50 has reached 65 The other one has only increased 5. So, in your view, this person who has reached 65 can be more praised, can be more rewarded. So, Allah would not say just, okay, this is 65, that one is 75. So, 75 is better than 65. No. Allah says, I would look carefully into your situation and his situation i will look how much effort you have made and how much effort the other person has made a force that you make is very very important and crucial as the quran says there is nothing for man except what he has made a force for question four I have been told that every person has a Qareen a kind of bad companion or shaitan, which can be one of three kinds either is one of the that causes problems with our spirituality or one that causes problem with our physical well-being or one that causes marriage problems is this true and if so can we ever uh, rid ourselves of this Qareen or can we only make sure that we stop it affecting us or somehow neglect its influence or in some way control it what we know from the Quran that we are all uh, always mm, accompanied by some angels. The Quran for example says in Surah Qah, ما يلفظ من قولا إلا لديه رقيب So there are some angels with us in addition to the Angels which are around. But there is no idea of necessarily being accompanied by a fixed shaitan. Yes, there are some people who are always with shaitans. Indeed, there are people who are themselves, you know, human shaitan. Shayatinul ends. We have shayatinul jens. Human beings were shaitan people who have bad companions people who have satanic companions either from jinns or from human beings but for a person is possible to reach the position that you don't have fixed shaitan with you like for example Allah says إِنَّ تَقَوْا إِذَا طَائِفٌ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ the people who are highest who have taqwa when a group of satans go around them, and touch them, as soon as they touch them, tazakkaru, they become alert, they become understanding, and they become able to see. So, they protect themselves. So, here, the Quranic exegesis says that uh, the concept of taif means the one who does tawaf, is going around, is not fixed there or for example you know there is a hadith from the prophet Muhammad in which he said that my uh, shaitan embraced islam so it's possible that not only you don't have fixed satanic power with you but also the people who are around you are turned into good companions the same that we see in dunya sometimes people have bad companions, but then they change them, instead of being affected by them so, there is no such a concept that we are always, you know, to be with these bad companions and we are always being, you know, uh, troubled by these bad companions but it is possible that we may have these bad companions and also from the Quran we understand that sometimes these satanic powers can create problems for us like for example prophet ayub prophet ayub allah says he said they created inconvenience troubles for him but they don't have control over your faith over your piety they can maybe just create some problems for you but they are not fixed with them and they are not that much powerful you know to create illness it's not something difficult even a virus can create an illness you know or for example someone may have an illness then from that person you catch the same illness you shouldn't think that the satans are so powerful and they have you know min- miraculous powers no they have some powers, but in the end it's you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that can make everything in the way that is useful for you. The other question is when do you know that you have reached the stage of Khalifa? And do you have any special power when you are upon it? yes. The person who is at this position certainly he would be aware of this and he would have as I said Al-Walaya At-Takviniyya Generative Guardianship and Al-Walaya at tashiyah so he would realize that he has such an ability to control such an ability to uh, have his say about everything which is happening in this world and uh, it's like you know for example being a prophet some people think that for example the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, when he was appointed as a prophet, he didn't know. And then uh, the lady Khadija took her to Waraqat Ibn Nu'fayl, and Waraqat Ibn told him that you are a prophet. We don't accept this story. Say so it's impossible. A person who is a prophet doesn't know he's a prophet. If he is not sure, and other people are to tell him that you are a prophet of God, how can he guide people? to be a prophet to be an imam to be a khalifa all these positions if you have them you will certainly know them and you will certainly be uh, uh, appointed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically for this position the other question is to be wise student of allah one must choose to do good under all difficulties and he or she must strive for perfection how do you explain the appointment of certain human beings like prophet and imam from birth and make them infallible without having proven or qualifying them so in the first place. Yeah, this is something that uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but maybe I have touched upon it uh, in one of the earlier sessions, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, in any case, this is a very good question. And many times we get asked so I thought maybe I have explained this before but if not I give you a quick answer now but if you like uh, please let me know in uh, the next session also I can talk more about it everything is given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a reason Allah never does anything arbitrarily Allah never treats equals unequally there is no way that two equal things are treated unequally sometimes I have two equal guests I may respect one of them more than the other one but this is not the way that I am supposed to act if there are two people exactly equal Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will treat them equally okay so why someone becomes a prophet and another person doesn't become a prophet because they are not equal It's impossible that two people are equal exactly identical and then Allah only gives this blessing to one of them and not the other because he never does anything arbitrarily so when someone becomes a prophet it means that there is something in him more than in the other one okay now the question is that when we read the history of the life of the prophets or imams we find that some of them were made prophets in a very early stage for example our prophet was made a prophet apparently I'm saying apparently uh, when he was 40 so there is a chance to say that okay 40 years he lived in a very pious way he didn't worship idols he didn't do anything wrong and after 40 years he was made a prophet but what if we say that a prophet was made a prophet when he was born like Jesus or to say that our prophet even from birth he was treated a special way by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so here is the question the question is why someone at very early stage even before becoming uh, a teenager a mature person an adult can become a prophet or imam while he has not yet done that much Uh, you know actions voluntary actions the answer is this is the answer as I said for sure this person who has been given this gift of prophet or imamate or caliphate is better than a person who has not been given this gift but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes gives this gift to someone after performance of good actions. Sometimes Allah gives this position to someone who is going to perform good actions. In other words, everything depends on your performance. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala waits you actually perform and gives you this position and sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows in advance that you are going to perform well he supports you and may give you this gift in advance because for him there is no time limit for him there is no past present future so he can know in advance Who is going to be very good, who is going to be very pious and right from the beginning he may support him He may even make him profit because people of that time are in need of a Caliph of Allah on the earth But this doesn't mean that this was by chance, this was with reason In the beginning of Dua in Nudbe, this idea is mentioned, also in the Ziyarah of Lady Fatima this is mentioned for example in the beginning of du'a we say that oh Allah you have made a condition for the prophets that they have to be zuhd they have to have the quality they have to be zahid, they have to have the quality of zuhd ascetic you know not to be attached to dunya شربت عليهم الزهد في درجات هذه الدنيا They have accepted these conditions، And you knew that these people are going to keep their promises. When you knew that these people are going to keep the promises، you made them closer to you. So you see، Allah knows that who is going to keep His promise then right from the time that he knows he uh, starts supporting them and loving them like for example a student you have a student who is uh, studying very hard making notes from whatever you say very thankful very polite very good and you know that this student is going to be successful so right from the time that you know this you start supporting him giving him more time more attention outside for example the class you uh, spend time with him if you have good books and materials you give to that student why because you know that this student is going to have very good results because of his own performance so you want to him even be more successful so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows everything in advance so he can actually support or make a position available to you because of what you are going to do in future okay the time is uh, unfortunately over I should uh, stop here so inshallah we are going to have our next session next week at 9.15 EST. and I'm very thankful to you for your patience and i hope that inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the time that you spent in listening and in this question and answer session inshallah would be counted as one of the uh, best times that you have had in your life because it was for understanding and for inshallah increasing our knowledge may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah Bless you and your family and protect you from anything which is bad on this life. May Allah inshallah heal all ill brothers and sisters. May Allah forgive all marhumin, especially marhumin of you brothers and sisters. Please remember your brothers and sisters in your du'a. Please also remember this humble brother in your du'a. da'wana alhamdulillah